Welcome to Literally Nothing Matters Podcast, where your new besties, Amanda and Caitlin, will chat openly about everything that no one is talking about, but everyone is secretly thinking. Together, we will debunk wellness trends, navigate relationships, and begin the journey to become the best versions of ourselves. At the end of the day, just remember, literally nothing matters. So grab your favorite beverage and meet us every Monday for our weekly date. Wait, did we just become best friends? Yep. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Literally Nothing Matters. And I, it feels, I'm getting the vibe that we are both in a very much like literally nothing matters kind of mood, like burn yes. it all to the ground. It really is. That's exactly how I'm feeling. Yeah. So I know I have been consistently positive Polly, annoying Nancy every <laughs> week and she's back. Real <laughs> back. <laughs> oh, I think it's just life. Honestly, I think everyone yeah. feels this way. I, I always, I have some people that I follow on Instagram that are just so positive all the time. Like those influencers, you know, and yeah, influencers, influencers, influ- what, are, what are they called? Influencers. Yeah. And, um, I'm always like, is this real or like, cause some people are just like positive, you know, but like, oh. I don't know. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. It's not me. Well, that's what they would call um, toxic positivity. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know when, yeah. when it's like just not real, you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. it's okay sometimes to just feel your feelings. Yeah. But I even can't stand when I follow people and they're like, I just need to be real. I know I'm, tr- I'm trying to be positive, but I just can't be anymore. And then like, they'll go into something that's like a huge ass deal. And you're like, right yo, you shouldn't be positive right now. It's okay to like feel your feelings and not be okay sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, for sure. You ain't getting that here, guys. You just aren't. Because you're just like so authentic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for real, how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm good. I had mentioned to you that I didn't sleep much last night because Annie was up since two and I'm pregnant. And I don't sleep anyways, and I'm going to get into that in my thorn. Yeah. Um, But I think I just am perpetually tired now, and it's just a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. other than that, things are good. You know, we're healthy. We're happy. Yeah. But it's life, man. It's life. What about you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel weird today. Um, I don't know. I feel like things are just compounding this week. So starts off, my period is five days late. Mm. I get my period. Have a sense of disappointment, which is a weird, that's a weird emotion to feel for me. Uh, So we're working through that. And now I'm just on my period and like, you know, day, like the first real day. And it's, it's, you know, just, it sucks uh emotions um and my grandpa passed away yesterday so i'm feeling the emotional hangover from that and like being with my family yesterday during all of that and then there was a mass shooting you know right in our backyard in maine um i don't even have words anymore for it i really don't me neither <laughs> like i feel like it's all just compounding and i'm ready to burn the whole place to the ground <laughs> like, yeah 
Yeah. I don't even like, I went, I'm like, I need to post something like what? And I'm just like, everyone says the same thing. Like I can't yeah. say the same thing anymore. And it's like, yeah. ugh, I don't know. I was actually thinking, I forgot to tell you, but like, we should try to get a gun activist, not a gun activist, a gun. Like reformist. a gun reform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, panel on here because yeah. I don't have any more words. I don't know if anyone does, but like what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, those are the words. <laughs> Why the fuck are we letting these like old, decrepit, decaying, bumbling idiots run our country and make these decisions? Like yeah. it's absurd. And I saw a post that was like, who which of your loved ones would have to die for you to start caring about gun reform? And mm. it, it's so true. It's like, what, your kid that you're going to send to school, your wife goes to a concert, your grandma goes to her bowling league. Like, right. at this point, it's just like an overwhelming sense of dread living in this country. Like, no wonder why we all have anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy. And like, I even have conversations with Chad all the time of like, I don't want my kid in school. Like school's not a safe place. <laughs> it's not anymore. Like, And that's insane. Insane to me. Um, But yeah. yeah, I feel like we need to have a bigger conversation with people that have the words because I don't. All I have is feelings. For sure. For sure. Um, I did. The only thing that I did post just because I felt like at least it was like informative with some action steps that maybe... I can just go over quickly now if people are like looking for like small things that they can do. Like honestly, at this point, it feels really pointless because I feel like this stuff happens. We send emails to our senators and we call people and we do that. And like, I don't ever hear back. I, uh, you feel like you're just shouting into the ether and like nothing matters. But at the same time, like at least then you feel like you're doing something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Okay, so one thing that obviously would change things is background checks on gun sales. So you can call your rep and ask them to support the passage of the Bipartisan Background Checks Act. Um, and same thing with the assault weapons ban of 2023. Like, why um, do we have assault rifles? What the hell is the point of that? Like, I don't, I don't think anyone one. should have any gun and I will am like go to the grave with that. There's no point in it. If the army is going to take over, like that's their big thing. Like I can bear arms in case someone comes and like the army, the government tries to take over. They're going to take over anyways. Okay. They have more bombs than you do. <laughs> like, and like, think about the military spending in this country. Do you think Mr. Rinky Dink Joe Dirt? that has is like 75 guns is gonna like make a difference no they're gonna come blowing over your house with their mm-hmm. tank <laughs> yep exactly you look like an idiot sorry um, i interrupted you keep going um sorry i'm just like i should have prepared this ahead of time um so yeah calling to check if your senators and representatives are already co-sponsors of those bills um do, do, do. So you can go to congress.gov and type in the bill numbers, which you can easily just like Google, I'm sure. Um, 
and then like look up the co-sponsors tab and find like the reps from your state um and i think that's like pretty much all the information that it gives so okay yep good Again. stuff yep just keep Perfect. doing what we're doing like i need more answers literally yeah we should do an episode like that but anyways not to bring it so dark but it also feels like so insensitive to like not mention these things when they happen but also uh, they happen like twice a day on average in the u.s so we'd be talking about them every single episode if that were the case um so stay safe out there friends and obviously like anger is more the emotion that's coming up but like also just like obviously heartbroken for people that are affected and all of that yeah all right um let's move into our <laughs> rose and thorns <laughs> yeah what do you got you want to start with a rose or thorn um i'm gonna start with my thorn and just like get the negativity out okay and yeah and then we can just like move on with our lives from that okay um so obviously my thorn is my grandfather's passing this week Mm -hmm. it wasn't like sudden sudden like he definitely has been having health issues over the last few months years honestly um but sort of sudden nonetheless um and it just was like a heavy day i went up uh to new hampshire to say goodbye to him and I feel grateful that like I have a flexible schedule that I was able to just like leave on the drop of a hat and you know have that opportunity to see him one more time and say goodbye and hopefully he could hear what we were saying and you know give that support to my grandma and my mom because they just like obviously were not okay um yeah, I don't know. Just is sucky, yeah. and I'm feeling like in the emotional hangover of it all today, like trying to process everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like at the same time, it like puts a lot of things in perspective too. You know, totally. like feeling grateful for yeah that flexibility and my job to be able to be there for my family and to be able to show up, and feeling grateful that like we live in a generation or a time now that like there's less of a mental health like stigma of like going to therapy and all of that and i feel like i've been able to work through a lot of the layered things of like my own relationship with my own father so i feel lucky that like Mm -hmm. i've been able to do that and now i have this god willing long road ahead of me with him to like build like a beautiful relationship um And I feel like my mom didn't get that quite as much. Um, Mm -hmm. It's always hard when it's layered and. It is. It is. You know, it's like the people you love, like your mom, are going through something as well as as you, you know? And it's just like, it's, there's so many components to things like that. So many. Like, there is nothing worse than like seeing your mom upset and cry and like knowing there's nothing you can really do other than just like be there yeah but it's horrible it just sucks but I also feel lucky that like I'm 31 years old and this is literally like the first actual like loss of my life and that's 
huge. Like I know that that's like a really privileged position to be in. Um, but also then like, I was like driving home at like midnight last night and just obviously spiraling, like trying to process everything that happened that day. Cause I feel like it's like when you're in it, you know, it's like, I have my roles. I'm here to support my mom, support my grandma. I can like, you know, go get food for people. Like you're moving, you're doing things. And then it just stops. And it's like, I'm thinking about like my own relationship with him and like happy memories and all this stuff. But then also at the same time, spiraling being like, okay, this like makes, like it reminds you of like the fragility of life. And also like, okay, Mm -hmm. one day, like, that's going to be like me and my sister saying goodbye to my parents. And I'm like going down rabbit holes. I should not go down in my mind. Uh, So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I, it's so funny when you think not funny, but like existential it is when you think that you are going to die and you're like, what? Of course, you know, that's going to happen. But like, this is life. This is the process of life. And you're in denial until it's at your doorstep. Um, and it's going to yeah. stay there for me because I'm not in a space to think about it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. It's not a fun existential crisis to have. Um, oh, we're all going to die. What is happening? Yeah. No crazy. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. We're going to talk about baby things later, but first we're talking yeah. about death. <laughs> we're having, we're having a moment today. <laughs> All right. Um, what's your what's your rose? <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> Literally. Um, no, my rose is I feel like um over the last however many years, honestly, I feel like the last like four years plus probably, I've been like trying to figure out my work stuff and like scheduling and all of that and like the last couple years I've been trying to really like just create a more like a slower, more reasonable type of lifestyle. Um, and I feel like I'm getting there finally. Like I have, I've taken back most of my mornings and I've like started to have a semblance of a morning routine, which doesn't look the same every day, but a little bit of like slowing down and like waking up and like, I'll stay in bed for a few minutes and like I got a little five minute journal. So in the morning, it gives you prompts of like, uh, what are you looking forward to for the day? What are three things you're grateful for or something? And then like a quick, like two questions for before bed. That's like, what made today good? Or, you know, what did you learn from today or something like that? Um, I haven't really been doing the night ones quite as much, but I have been doing the morning ones and it's been lovely. That sounds fabulous. Yeah. Um, I also saw an article in the New York Times and definitely Mm. not TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone talking about like how morning and nighttime routines can be very like overwhelming and daunting, which I definitely feel where you kind of feel like, okay, well, everyone is saying that like I need to wake up and journal and then go outside for a walk so I'm getting sunshine on my face and then also do my Mm -hmm. 75-step skincare routine and then also do a workout and then also do this. And um, so I saw these people that were doing uh, like a morning routine and nighttime routine menu. And Mm -hmm. it's like choose 
three to five things or maybe just one, you know, whatever it is. And it lists out, you know, a bunch of different things. You kind of just take what you need that day instead of feeling that paralysis of like, there's so many things I'm supposed to be doing. And then you kind of just like either, you know, kind of like bumble through all those things or like don't do any of it because you're just like, oh, I don't have time, you know? Yes. I, so I liked that. that idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. I love when I'm like just getting into this phase of my life where like I'm realizing that I need approval from other people. Mm-hmm. When, and it's mostly like social media telling me like it is okay like for Annie, for instance. Like I never mm-hmm. – I like get myself get on myself like, oh my God, she's watching too much TV. And then I'll see a post that's like jokes and it's like, yeah, but you're able to like take a shower and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah. you're right. Some moms are doing this and I can do this, you know? And I feel like I'm just now realizing, like, I just need approval to, like, have my own routine, you know? And it's, like, Mm -hmm. thinking about even these simple things. Obviously, so much has changed in this past year and a half. But, like, I don't wash my face every day. (laughs) And it's, like, the littlest thing. Our skincare expert said that you probably shouldn't, so you're doing great. Well, that's what I mean. It's, like, until someone told me, like, yeah, you don't actually have to shower every day. And you don't have to wash your face every day. Like I would never have done that until someone right. gave me permission to. And it's like the same thing with like a menu or like you don't mm-hmm. have to be prescribed this whole thing to do. Like whatever you do that makes you feel good is okay. <laughs> I totally agree. And I definitely, you would be proud of me because I actually, I know I still bring them up, but I have spending like, I have been spending far less time on TikTok and like on social media in general, because I'm just exhausted by it. Like, I feel like I open it up and just feel like icky that every single freaking video feels like a sales pitch. Yeah. And like this sentence, one million times, it literally changed my life. It literally changed my life. You know what, Sally? Right. You're literally talking about like a pair of sneakers from Amazon. It didn't literally change your life. Shut up. You're just trying to get commission, which like I respect the hustle. Do your thing. But like, I'm just feeling very turned off by it Mm. all recently. I appreciate that. Yeah. Usually whenever I'm on TikTok and it's like sponsored or ad, I'm like, boop, boop, boop. I don't even like let it speak. I'm like, "Uh -uh, I'm not buying anything today. Sorry. Show me a puppy video. Yeah, seriously. I know. I know. Anyway. Um, okay, cool. I like it. How about you? How about me? All right. I'm going to start with my thorn. And uh, <laughs> I hope I'm making sense. I think that my thorn is how I'm going to end up speaking. Um, so <laughs> being just perpetually tired and pregnant, I feel like I just don't make sense. And in my head, I make sense. And then I go to talk and I'm like, oh my God. And lately I've been mixing my words up a lot. And they say pregnancy brain is real. uh, It totally is real. Like it actually is real, but I've been noticing a big difference of how people respond to me. And it's like, really, some people can support me and it feels good. And I just want to like say this as a token of like how to talk to pregnant people sometimes, because of course, people make mistakes and say say funny things and it's easy to just laugh about it or something but it actually like can get you down when you're pregnant because you're trying so goddamn hard to like survive 
anyways, so a couple examples that I have are I was talking with my friend Mary over text and I was um, referring to the guy that owns Amazon. And I was like, Elon Musk. And, and she was like, she was laughing, liked the thing. And she's like, she's like, oh yeah, you know, Jeff Bezos and just like kept, kept the conversation going. Like, but didn't like correct me. Didn't like laugh about the fact that I just right mista- mistaken the, the same white guy yeah honestly billionaire <laughs> um, white guys they're a dime a dozen yeah they're literally all the same but anyways it like made me feel like I was embarrassed and it's like such a small thing but it just made me feel better like she approached it the right way yeah. like didn't call me out didn't like oh you mean this right. person like it was just yep yeah, whatever so that made me feel good and then there was another thing that I did it's hard when I talk about Annie's age and my pregnancy age because they're kind of close in digits, but the weeks and the months. So I'll be talking and I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm 21 months pregnant now. And someone's like months pregnant. Oh my God. But I'm like, I obviously mean weeks. I'm talking yeah. like, oh my God, like, well, give me a break. And it's just that quick response of like, oh, you, you 21 months pregnant. And it's like, you know well, that yeah, I'm just obviously. like freaking like doing my best here. So it's just a subtle thing that I've been noticing that like actually gets me down because it's like, I feel like I'm being made fun of, but it's like, my brain is at max capacity. Give the pregnant women a break. We're like busy making eyeballs and bones from our own bones. So like. (laughs) And also keeping another human alive. Yeah. Technically two, if we're counting Chad, you know what I mean? So you're responsible (laughs) for three human beings and then like 75 animals. Yeah. So it's been hard just like getting my, like I think correctly. I just sometimes it's hard to talk. (laughs) So give me a break. Um, So that's one of my thorns. I support you. Thank you. I have no Um, Welcome to our podcast where we talk. (laughs) Right? This is the perfect career for you. Good. Um, And then the other thing that has been a thorn for me is also related to pregnancy. And I don't think it's talked about a lot, but- a lot of times you hear about postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, um, and things that happen after pregnancy. But my experience through pregnancy, at least with Annie, was that I had the brunt of my emotional challenges while I was pregnant. And then when I had her, it was kind of like a flood and it just like released, which was nice, but I'm pregnant again. And so I'm coming up to obstacles that some people have after pregnancy and I wouldn't classify them as depression or anxiety, but I am have been like terrible, terrible nightmares oh. um, and like scary, you know, which is just like not a fun time. No. So that's been really hard. And then it's like with limited sleep and the sleep you're getting, you're just like stressed out the whole time. So that's oh. been a tough thing. And I'm also having like very odd thoughts throughout the day. <laughs> Like, um, I think they're called like intrusive thoughts. And mm-hmm. it's so funny. Yeah. I remember when I was in college, I was taking a psychology course and it was on behavior. And the the instructor said, you know, it's actually normal for like everyone to have intrusive thoughts. Like you could be driving down the road and randomly be like, what if I just like veered right real quick and just like flip my car? And yeah. I was like, did you just say that out loud? Like, of course I think these crazy things, but we yeah. don't actually say them out loud. 
but it was so nice for her to like say that and then to feel like of course you're not going to do that but like sometimes your brain is just like your brain is weird and like it just happens yes and by yours I don't mean yours I mean the (laughs) universal yours (laughs) but it's not talked about you know it's it's definitely not so anyways being pregnant you have a lot of those those thoughts and I don't have anything that is like worrisome. I'm not like going to hurt myself or others, but they're just like weird. Like I went to preheat the oven the other day and I was like, oh, I got (laughs) it. This is so, it's like embarrassing and funny at the same time. I was like, I got to check inside the oven to make sure the cat's not in the oven. (laughs) Does the cat frequent the oven? Never. Never. (laughs) But you never know. (laughs) Safety first. But like, those are the types of things that are just like, boom. And it's so random and so weird. Like, even it was like, you know, October, whatever the other day. And I was like, oh, that's blah, blah, blah's birthday. And it was a guy that my mom had dated when I was like six years old. And I was like, what? How do I remember that? Like, (laughs) I just Just feel like when you're (laughs) Yes, everything is just like, I feel like there's a mouse in your head and it's just like stepping on little random things and just like, bugging you out so (laughs) I'm not going crazy I promise well Uh, I feel like the lack of sleep does not help that no it for sure doesn't so yeah going a little a little not so over here but I'm safe I promise (laughs) I will be doing a wellness check on you shortly thank you make sure you're not putting the cat in the oven yeah definitely Um, not doing that (laughs) besides like that though what other like things are the same or different with your pregnancy this time around? Um, well, do you want to get into that for like our, our grand topic? Do you want me to do my rose first and then I'll thought back to that? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Do your rose. That's okay. Uh, so my rose is that people are coming out of the woodwork to support my book, which has been so lovely because I really did it just kind of like for fun and for Annie Banani. Um, but I feel like people are just being so nice and just like my friends are being so supportive and I'm, I don't want to say like I expect them to be but like it's so nice that they are but like you guys are good friends and that's why I have you as my friend so yeah. it's so nice to to see that but it's also kind of like what you mentioned with your wedding how like random people show up for you and you're just like I didn't even know you remembered my name you know yeah. Um, and so that's been really nice and just like a cool way to connect with people that is very untraditional. So that's been been making me very happy. Yay. I love it. That's so exciting. I'm in my attic right now and it is like a billion degrees up here. It is (laughs) hot. I took hope for a W before we recorded and I like Papa Molly, I am sweating. Molly. I did not pop a Molly, but I am sweating. Imagine. <laughs> and I wore just like a little t-shirt and leggings. Yes. I was sweltering, schwitzing. Yeah, it's like no joke. No joke. Um, okay, but real quick before we talk about pregnancy things, can Ooh. we talk about like how annoying like a subtle cat call is as well? Oh, what do you mean? Tell me more. I don't ever get hit on, so let me know. Let me know what it's like. I'm walking Poe, and 
just walking along, trotting along, like sweating, like wiping the sweat from like my hairline, you know, like my hairline's just like, it's sticking down. Okay. And I feel like I try, oh my God, I wish I could show Poe right now. He is so funny and like just flopped over. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I try to like suss out the situation as I'm passing people. Like I normally walk Poe in this specific park. So I feel like it's like different than when you're just like out on like the streets and you know, whatever. But I'll try to be nice and say like, morning or like a smile you know what I mean like be a regular human being and I'm about to pass uh who I assume is the father and his little kid and his little kid's on like the cutest little tricycle and he's just like blabbering on and having like the time of his life so I like smile at them good morning thinking the dad's gonna say good morning back or you know whatever normally people are just like I like your dog kind of thing (laughs) And he goes, you look great. And I feel like my whole body just like tensed. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, in front of your son, like don't be teaching him that thinking, uh, thinking that that's normal and acceptable. Like I just, I'm 31 years old and I still don't understand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awkward. Like, what are you supposed to do in that situation? It's like, thanks, but like, no, sir. I don't know. It's like, not again to get existential, but I'm on my period and I'm feeling a lot of emotions today. But like, it's just like another reminder of like, oh, you're a woman. So like, your value is in how people observe you. And Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of people in this world that like, I think it's like internalized, like they wouldn't like say that out loud, but like, that's also what they think of women. Not like, oh, good morning. I hope you have a good day. But like, oh, your body looks good. So yeah. Thumbs up. Like, thank you. It's what I was really aiming for today, sir. Uh Goals. So. So stop it. I hate everyone today. But anyway, let's talk about happy things like your pregnancy. (laughs) No, do you have anything else you need to get off your chest? Because I feel like I want to make sure you're good. (laughs) I'm as good as gold, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love this. I love this. We're just going to be all over the place today. We're doing great, sweetie. Okay. I'm on so much caffeine that I am like literally – there's like a ping pong ball in my head. Like, bing, so, bing. <laughs> you just let me know what you need. No. All right. So pregnancy number two in less than two years. Um, Things yeah. are a little different this time, as I had mentioned. Things are a little the same, as I had mentioned. Uh-huh. Um, My reality is that physically I'm doing great, which is really nice. Um, But yeah, I mentioned a little bit about my emotions. And so I made a couple notes actually, and I broke them down into a couple categories of things I wanted to talk about uh, that are different this time around for me personally, and just kind of like tips if you are a new mom um, looking for kind of like some encouragement or like what has worked. So we're going to start with emotions. I've already kind of talked about this. I'm obviously losing my mind, but I'm still here. (laughs) Um, So things that I'm doing this time around is I'm rehiring my doula. 
Yay. Yep. She was on our podcast, Arlene, if you want to listen to her. She has so much insight um, and she's like turned into a very good friend of mine. She's great. I can text her for anything. If I'm like, can I have this tea? I'll text her it. If I'm like, yo, do you know a good shaman? I'll text her it. Like random questions. (laughs) I love Um, that. And I feel like that's just, it just has to align with your personality. So I think getting a support person, maybe that's your mom. If you're really close with your mom, um, whoever it is, just like having someone in your back pocket. So highly recommend getting, getting someone to emotionally support you. Um, I'm sharing all my emotions with my husband as they come up. And that started when I was pregnant with Annie, because I remember a therapist I was seeing before I got pregnant was like, well, when you get pregnant, you're not really going to have an option of hiding your emotions because that's kind of like (laughs) what I tend to do. As I say, I'm like, I'm not, I say I'm not a crier, but it's not that I'm not a crier. It's that I don't like to cry in front of people. Hmm. And I remember talking a little bit about that with her and she was like, well, you're not really gonna have a choice when you get pregnant. (laughs) and she was right (laughs) uh so this time I'm just like here we go having a tough time and you're gonna see it all um so there's no hiding there's no hiding around him let it out letting it out cry it out yeah yeah um I'm giving myself time to feel mad so I it's funny when you're talking about your period lately and I wouldn't say this is like my whole pregnancy but lately I've been feeling like I'm on my period. No. Just like consistently, not physically, obviously, but like the anger, you know, like you have oh, been mentioning. Uh-huh. I feel that a lot. And <laughs> not, I'm not actually a very angry person per se, like per, like in, in usual life. So that's been kind of interesting for me. And um, I have been letting myself kind of like just sit in it. And realize that like, I just need to like feel that anger instead of like wishing it away or being like, this is hormonal or I'm being ridiculous. Like I usually just need time. Um, And so I recognize that it might be irrational, but it's going to pass, but I have to let it be, you know? Yeah. Maybe we should go to one of those. um, I don't know what they're called, but it's like you like go to a place, it's like a rage room. That's what it is. Have you mm. seen those? You like I wear have. like protective eye glasses and then you fucking smash everything. All right, that would we be incredible. That. That'd be fun. We come out like crying, we're like- Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Um, yeah, so I've been having a lot of anger, which is weird. Um, Let's see. I am recognizing that my patience limit, this kind of correlates with feeling angry, is pretty uh-huh. low. <laughs> I have like no patience for anyone and it's like silly, but if I let the anger go or I sit in it and like time has passed and I'm still angry, I'm allowing myself to kind of like talk to people about it and trying to become like a very like neutral place of me like did you mean this um and so those conversations have been pretty good I feel like it's just coming from a neutral place but it's something new I don't know if it has to do with pregnancy or just like getting older and like being a little bit wiser Mm -hmm. having better friendships um it's just nice to be able to talk a little bit more a little bit more openly yeah I mean that sounds healthy I feel like as we get older, we're more drawn to like building these 
deeper relationships and sometimes like uncomfortable conversations are part of it. Yeah. Or not even uncomfortable, but like, but just like being honest with each other of like, right. You said this thing and it kind of made me feel weird. Like, well, what'd you mean by that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing emotionally that I is definitely related to pregnancy this time around is that I am just coming to terms and I'm not even an inch into this feeling yet. But the fact that my baby is not going to be a baby anymore. Oh. Um, and like, it's so like, it makes so much sense, but like, holy crap, you know, like yeah. he's attached to my hip 24 seven and it's not going to be like that anymore. And it's like hard to think that you're going to love someone else as much yeah. as you love her, but it's like, that's going to happen. And so it's like, what does that look like? How can I support the new baby and support her? And so I'm reading into a, a couple different blogs and I've been kind of diving into this account called Big Little Feelings. Hmm. And I, they have like courses and stuff that you can look into for like toddlers and tantrums like that. But I'm just kind of like dipping my toes in because um, I didn't really think about it up until this week of like when you introduce the baby to her, like put the baby in a bassinet instead of holding the baby when she comes in the room so that it's like little things like yeah. that, you know, that. I'm going to have to like prepare for emotionally. Like she, like Annie's going to be sad some days when like I have to be with the new baby if it's like a pressing matter over her, you know? And it's like, yeah. that's heartbreaking. <laughs> a million yeah. percent. Like I feel like your kids getting older is one of those things that logically, you know, is going to happen. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when it starts happening, you're like, how is this happening? You were just a little peanut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, when Becca was born, mm -hmm. the age difference is bigger. So I was five when Becca was born. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was freaking pissed. Yeah. I She almost ruined my birthday party because she almost came at my birthday party. Like, it's really? my freaking birthday. It was my bug birthday party ladybugs <laughs> everywhere it was iconic she loved a 90s birthday like she really went all out um and I do remember there being a couple times where I like packed a single toy in a backpack and I was like if she's here I am out Ooh, but, yeah I mean then it's like I made it to the door and I was like well I'm not allowed to leave so <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> mom where are you <laughs> but like my childhood would have been so different if I didn't have my two sisters and like, you know? Yeah. So I think that's kind of part of, like, it's a tough part of the journey, but like, it's. It's worth it. And she, I think still, you know, you guys have so much love between the two of you, um, like you and Chad to her, like it'll all you'll fall into a new groove, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I did, your way. I saw some, video on TikTok actually and it was talking about how this woman was having this big you know like reform in their head you know and having a new baby what's gonna happen to my first baby like I'm gonna ruin her life like her life as she knows it is gone you know and it is it's a traumatic event for toddlers especially totally. um and this woman said that she got advice from someone and they said you're actually giving her like the best gift that she's ever going to get because the relationship with your sibling is the longest relationship you'll have in your whole life. Oh, I just and I was like, 
yeah, I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Like I will pass away and they'll be left for like with each other. I'm gifting them each other. And that's so special, you know? And it's like, oh, it like brought tears to my eyes. Cause I was like, that is so true. Like I never had that. I'm an only child. I have half siblings, but I was never close with them. Um, and it's like, I always envied my friends who were close with their siblings. And I feel like it's such an amazing relationship. So just sitting on that, sitting on that log, trying, yeah. to, trying, to, trying to figure it out, but you will. Yeah. And yeah. it will be great. So that's my emotions. Um, moving on to physical. I am not exercising. Woo! <laughs> I'm so pumped about it. When I was pregnant with Annie, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get so fat and have stretch marks, like texting all of my friends, like, what do I do? Do I don't get stretch marks? Like everyone does. And like, what should, like YouTubing pregnancy workouts and like bye trimester, (laughs) such bullshit. Okay. So I was like doing Peloton when I was pregnant with Annie and I was like stressing my body out too much, to be honest with you. Um, so I am not exercising a lick. <laughs> you freaking um, thing. I am walking daily. So like technically I am exercising and that has been mm, just I love that. sweet as pie. We get outside, which is so good for your mental state. Yeah. Um, so I walk at least a couple miles a day. And then of course you have a toddler. So like, I'm probably You're walking 10 miles active. a day. You're right. Yeah. I'm probably like actually exercising more than I did with Annie. Yeah. Um, but I'm here to tell you, you don't have to do like a workout every single day when you're pregnant. Just do movement that feels good. And it does not matter what that is. So like Mandy preaches this all the time. And I finally am on this train. Mm-hmm. Just do what feels good. And for me, it's just walking. Yeah. It's like, and the thing is, is like we put so much pressure on ourselves, but it's phases of life also you know what I mean like at some point you might fall into a phase where you're like craving other kinds of movement or like wanting to do things that are like more intense or whatever and like just let it ebb and flow it's all good Mm -hmm. yeah exactly um I'm doing a lot of stretching and love that like gentle stretching very very basic like cat and cow and I think it's called dolphin because like my back always hurts my upper back Mm -hmm. But it's focusing on like where I'm feeling tension and trying to like relieve that instead of like following a YouTube video or like looking up a stretch for pregnancy, you know, just like listening. Oh. Where is there tension? What can I do to relieve that? Um, I also worked with my friend Jess, who's a PT, and she gave me a couple different stretches for my hip because I have a little injury there. And like when I feel it, I'll do that, you know, oh. so it's just like going with the flow I love and that. I feel good. I, if we're talking about like pounds, I've gained the exact same amount of pounds that I had did with Annie at this point. So like, I'm happier. We're breezy. I like it. Yeah. No, I know. I love what you were saying about the stretch mark thing too, specifically because I feel like that is such a thing. I mean, obviously I haven't been pregnant yet, but like the pressure to make sure that there is no evidence that your body housed a baby is so great. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I I understand that feeling of like wanting to resist the change or, mm-hmm. you know, 
but I think so much of it really is just fed to us of like, uh, disgusting. Right. Look at that stretch mark. Ugh, cellulite. Like that yeah. is the worst possible thing that could happen to a woman. Yeah. When it's like, it's part of life. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, on top of that, like I did look into a top of like a ton of like different lotions and creams when I was pregnant with Annie that I was using around. And then this time around, I'm doing more research into like natural things because I'm trying to have less chemicals on my body and all yeah. of those things have chemicals in them. Yeah. So if it says like no stretch marks, they're putting something in there that you shouldn't be putting on your body. Your body's the biggest organ yeah. that you have and anything you put on it is going into your baby. Yeah. So the only thing that I ever use on my body is, um, I think it's called Alafia soap. I buy it at Whole Foods and for moisturizer, all I use is jojoba oil for my entire body, my face, my whole body on my C-section scar. Um, and it's fabulous. What is the like consistency? Is it more of like, like actual, like oil consistency or is Mm -hmm. it like a coconut oil? Like, no, it's like real oil. Like it's like olive oil. So it is like, you get used to it for sure. But like in the beginning you're like, wait, but my skin just like soaks it up now. Like it knows my regimen and It's fab. I use it on Annie too. I don't use anything on her other than the exact same things I use. And I'll use it on the newborn too. I'm not going to use anything else. Love it. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's physically. I'm trying to think if I, yeah. Yeah. That's physical. That's physical. Get physical. physical. <laughs> All right. Moving into social. Mm. <laughs> I don't have a life. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, me neither. I and I have no excuse. So oh my God. Um, I'm honestly not doing much these days. I'm saying no to a lot of things and it has to do with being pregnant. It has to do with having a toddler. I would rather be in bed reading my book at 9 PM than going out to dinner and watching other people drink. <laughs> And paying for other people to drink. Um, Love you, friends. I want to be invited so I can kindly reject. So don't not invite me. Okay, that's rude. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I won't be mad if you don't invite me. Um, But like, I'm not doing things past 8 p.m. There's no point. Mm. Like, if I could drink, then I probably would. But like, I, that's not my ideal life. So socially, Mm. I'm not doing much. And I'm loving that. Well, I love nothing more than like an early bird special. Like let's get to yes. dinner right when the restaurant opens, like 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. reservation. We're yes. home by 6.30, yep. seven at the latest. Yep. Perfect. Or like breakfast. I love a good breakfast. Love that. You know, wake up with the birds. Um, I'm going for a lot of walks with my friends and I'm meeting people during the daytime and doing things that like I actually enjoy doing. Yeah. I'll grab coffee and we'll walk or I'll meet people at the playground with Annie. Like it's yeah. very focused on just like doing things that feel good instead of like sitting in a dark room eating or drinking. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that that's more to do with your age than being pregnant. Like these are all choices that I'm now realizing. <laughs> we yeah. don't all have to be the same. Um, and so that's been nice. I feel like also um, it's like you're fitting these things into like the lifestyle that you're building right now. Like right now you're in a phase of life where like, yeah, that's not your ideal good time. And it makes more sense for you to cultivate the relationships that are able to kind of, you know, 
fit yeah. into those. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean. I, I get it. Okay. <laughs> I get it. We could just Pregnancy not talk brain. and just look at each other. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, one other thing that I'm doing that is pregnancy related is I have the app, what not to expect. Nope. Sorry. What to expect when you're expecting. And I actually highly recommend not getting that book when you're pregnant because it's very much like, here's the benchmarks this is what you should be doing. Um, but instead I do like their app because they have a blog on it. And so every night I'll glance at the blog and it has like a topic of what a mom will list. And if it is relevant to something that I'm going through or thinking about, I'll read it. And it's just like a place to feel not so alone and to get some different perspective. A lot of the moms are from Canada. So that's always cool to like be outside of the U S. Um, and I'm also one book that I did find really helpful during my first pregnancy that I'm reading again is called the natural mama. And it is kind of like what to expect when you're expecting, but like a much more gentle approach. It lists a lot of um, non-toxic ways and products to live when you're, when you're pregnant. So highly recommend that book over, over the first, which everyone's like, Oh, I have to go get. It's like, no, you don't, don't do it. Yeah. That sounds like a much better option, (laughs) much better option. Although um, what to expect when you're expecting is yeah. a fantastic film. Highly recommend. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and lastly, I have some items that I'm using this time around that mm. I did not use the first time. Um, so number one is a pregnancy pillow. I didn't have this the first time. And oh my God, I don't think I'm ever going to get rid of it. I think I everyone should just buy a goddamn pregnancy pillow. They go for sale on Amazon all the time. And I got this, like, I found one on Amazon that was, like, 100% organic cotton. And it was, like, under 40 bucks. And me and Oscar fight over it every night. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, like, always covered with dog hair and, like, eye boogers from him. And I'm, like, great. Yeah. I can't wait to snuggle with this thing. <laughs> but it's great. Um, so highly recommend that. And then I'm also not buying maternity clothes. I'm just sizing up. Love that. So, I do have a few pairs of like good leggings. I love the uh, Beyond the Bump uh, from Beyond Yoga leggings. Those have been my favorite so far and they're they're pricey. So I have like one pair of those and one pair of their joggers. And then I just rotate through different shirts. Um, but maternity clothes can be a lot more expensive than regular clothes. So you don't have to buy maternity clothes. Just size mm-hmm. up and them. I love that. Um, oh, and number one tip. I'm wearing sneakers every single day. As you should. Like, not the cute, trendy sneakers. Like, my Asics, okay? My my Asic ghost that I actually was referred to from my grandma, and they are fabulous. (laughs) Get that arch support, queen. Okay, my feet have never felt better. Um, But seriously, like, I don't know. I even, when we were at Mary's baby shower the other day, like, I was like, oh, my God, these shoes look so, like, I was wearing... You looked cute. Version. Thank you. No. But I was wearing a version of a a knockoff, like Steve Madden black sneaker-ish type of slide on thing. And then I was like, oh, I should really put like a wedge on or and I was like, God damn it, I can't. I can't no. do it. <laughs> but then it's so funny because Mary got um married when I was also pregnant with Annie. And I remember the outfit I wore to her 
her shower for her her wedding I was like in this really cute dress I was in heels and it's just so funny just the difference of I'm just not into it these days you know Honestly, I will not accept that slander of yourself. You look adorable <laughs> and like, yes, use this excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that's been really fun. Um, and I actually did. So one of the crazy adventures that I'm trying to embark on um, is another bucket list. So I just finished my book, Adventures of Annie. And then I have this grand idea to write an ebook about pregnancy And one of the portions in it is going to be registry items. So for this episode, I went back in and I edited all of my links and all of that. So I'm going to post to our Instagram whatever week this comes out. So if anyone wants to kind of like get a couple tips, they're all things that I still use and I'm planning on using for baby too. So that'll be in our Instagram for you. Yeah. Well, I am feeling just very blessed that I'm going to be doing this after you. I like, I'm not going to need to hire anybody because it's like, I already have my go-to bedtime book story ready. Mm -hmm. Adventures of Annie. Check done. (laughs) I know what book to buy, what book not to buy. I'm going to have all of the links to all the things I need. Like everything. You're basically parenting my child. That's it. I know. It's so funny. I was seeing a video the other day that was like, Everything I de- identify with right now is a mom and it's embarrassing, but like, it's just the truth. And I'm like, I've never been heard more in my life. Yes. Like I am just engulfed in it, but like, that's what brings me joy right now. So yeah, and like, here we are. Just be in this phase, you know, yeah. like, don't resist it. Don't resist. It's just crazy to think like one day you won't be in it, you know? Yeah. Wild. But anyways, so that's about it for baby number two. I love it. Um, are you having any cravings? Did you have any cravings like specific with Annie? I don't remember. So I have heard that cravings are actually more emotional than they are physical. Mm. So you typically tend to crave things that you liked as a child that your oh. parents would give to you to like, you know, make you feel better or were little special treats when you were young. And I can attest that that is definitely the case for me. I was a big pickle lover when I was little. And again, now I am a huge pickle lover. Um, but honestly, I can't say they're like cravings. I, it's never like I wake up at 12 at midnight and I'm like, Chad, go get me ice cream. Like, <laughs> yes. That feels a little dramatic to me. I feel like if I'm going to say that, like I've had cravings my whole life, you know, right. I don't think that they're like anything excruciating. Although I feel like maybe you should just lie and like milk it to get what you want. Seriously. <laughs> Chad's, Chad's like not into it for this. Yeah, right. Like you're fine. Okay. Just get over it. <laughs> I need pickles. I need pickles. Go get them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, you know, we're so excited for you. I know. It's crazy. I already passed the halfway point. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this baby is wild. I think I've mentioned before too. They just never stop moving. Boop, 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 boop. So we'll see what happens when they come out. I don't know. I we felt Annie know. like twice when I was pregnant. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. There's really something in there. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're not going to share here, but Ooh. are you guys like working on a list of potential names? Yeah, it's pretty simple, actually, which I love. If it's a boy, it's going to be Charlie because oh, okay, that great. is Charles the fourth or the third. So this one would be the fourth. 
keep it simple. I think we just stick with Charlie. That was Chad's grandfather's nickname. I I think it's adorable. And if it's a girl right now, my top contestant name is um, Caroline. Oh, I love that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Nothing is set in stone. Would you ever do um, like a Charlotte? So you could do like Charlie for a girl. Yes, we have talked about that. And I've said if it's just Charlie. Yeah, it's a girl and it's a C-section. Because like I say, if I do a C-section, this one will be our last. But now I'm already like, I don't think so. I think I want a third, even if it is a (laughs) C-section. Um. So it is, but I think that Charlotte's a super like popular name right now. So, yeah. you know, um, it's beautiful. So who knows? Who knows what will happen? I love it. Love the honesty and openness. Yeah. I think we need to be more honest with names. And if someone's mean about a baby's name, like get, get a grab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Defriend. Yeah. Canceled. So, canceled. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. This, this has been easy breezy other than me thinking there's cats in the ovens. But other than that, things are great. <laughs> well, everyone go check your oven. Make sure there's not a cat in it before you preheat, you know, safety first. Yeah. I think that's all she wrote. First. All right, cool. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye.